0: WGBB Sports Talk Flashback. Welcome to Sports Radio New York, a network of New York sports talk shows heard on Long Island's AM 1240 WGBB. Check out New York Hockey Talk with Rob Cole. Old time hockey. New York Baseball Digest with Mike Silva. Sports Talk Live with Frankie the Sports Guy the New York Sports Exchange with Eric Merlis and Derek Wozniak, the Starting Nine with Paul Revelant and Sports Talk 1240 with Mike Carver. Woo-hoo-hoo! Listen every Sunday night at 9 p.m. on Long Island's AM 1240 WGBB, and be sure to check out all past shows online at sportsradiony.com.
1: Welcome everybody, Uh, Sports Radio NY Special Edition coming to you live from the studios of WGBB in Freeport, Long Island. Yes, I added my own music in there today, Uh, you're just going to have to deal with it. Mr. Cole, it's good to be here this evening hosting a special edition of Sports Talk 1240 on this, the final day before... Halloween, a holiday that I'm never too excited about, I don't know why, I think it's just for the kids, but hey, that's just me, I'm not gonna rain on anybody else's uh, parade, we got a great show this evening, we got a full lineup, again, my name is Adam Kern, coming to you live, WGBB, and with me, and I'll bring him on uh, right about now, is, in my mind, all time, jet great, uh, strong safety, Victor Green, how you doing, Victor, are you there? I'm here, Adam. What's going on, man? Excellent. I, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Right. It's
2: going to be a great show. Great show. Hope the fans out there are listening. Yeah, yeah abso- we absolutely. We've
1: got some great guys on today. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely do. I'm excited about our first guest. We're going to get to him in just one second, that being uh, Jesse Tuggle, a lifer, over there uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, it's just been a crazy day. Uh, yesterday, we got our first snow here in New York. It was disgusting. It was awful. I uh, called Victor. He had just come home from a, a round of golf, as I recall. Right.
2: That's right, man. We had a yeah. uh,
3: little, little temperature drop around
2: sixty, but oh, uh,
1: <laughs> you poor guy. <laughs> oh, not, not bad. Disgraceful. Anyways, uh, we also we also had the privilege, and this is going to be all NFL today. It is going to be all football. But I cannot and will not forget to mention an all-time great game that we got uh, that I definitely had the privilege of watching this week that being game six of the World Series where the Cardinals ousted the uh, the Texans with a solo shot in the 11th in one of the most amazing if not the most amazing baseball game I have ever seen in my 30 years on earth I, I don't know did you see that game Victor Victor are you there all right I guess he's not well we uh, we will get him back momentarily. Uh, it was it was just an outstanding game coming from behind uh, two runs on two separate occasions. Two times that they were down to their last strike before the Texans won the World Series. And to talk about a cursed franchise. Fifty years they have not been able to do it. Uh, it's just an incredible. You got to tip your Cap to the uh, uh Cardinals and congratulate them. It is halftime for the Jets. It is their by week. And you know, so I'm feeling refreshed. I have not I, I've not been worried this week, and I've just watched the other teams play. Um and it's and the G Men they squeak by with a win over the Dolphins. So, hey, it was ugly, but they got the win, and a win is a win. So we are going to, let's, let's see if we could bring uh, Victor. Victor, are you back with us?
2: I'm back, man. I had some uh, telephone malfunction there. Sorry about
1: that. <laughs> that. That's okay. That's okay. I just took the reins, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm back on football. I was talking baseball when, when you left. But, um, look, the G-Men, they get it done. I feel good. I feel good as a Jets fan. I don't know. They're 4-3. It's not ugly. When is it ever pretty? Ask me, uh, you know, that's the real question. But more on the Jets later. Right now I want to bring on uh, Jesse Tuggle. He played in the NFL from 1987 to year 2005. time Pro Bowl linebacker who recorded uh, 1,640 tackles, 21 sacks, 6 picks. Why not? In 14 years, as I said, a lifelong Falcon with the humble nickname of the Hammer. How's it going, Jesse?
2: Hey, I'm doing great. How about you guys?
1: Doing well. Doing, great. doing well. Victor, you still there?
2: Doing great, man. Thanks for calling in, Jesse. How you doing? You doing all right? Yeah, everything's going well. No problem, man. You know, I'll call in anytime so we can share. Talk, talk fast. about some fast, some fast victories and fast good times. Well, absolutely. Adam mentioned they call you the hammer. Talk a little bit about that, man. How'd you get the name the hammer? You know, the hammer was given to me by a teammate for just nailing people, and, uh, and I was always known as a, a heavy hitter. You know, being a short linebacker, I always played with great leverage, and I was never afraid to you know to bring a hard hit you know to the table. And when you're when you're young and and you're 500 pound bent presser. And, and you're a little bit shorter than the average backer. You're able to produce so much force, man. So I just go out and just nail people, and then the guys just start calling me the hammer, and the name just stuck to me.
1: What, um, Jesse? What, what do you think uh, is the biggest story that's been developing so far? Like I said, it's it's uh, the the Falcons are actually on a bye week as well. Uh, so it's a time of reflection, uh, at least for this Jet fan. What, what do you think is the biggest story that's going on in the NFL this year so far?
2: In the league, oh man, I don't know. You know, it was just good to get the talk, and to get them boys back playing and finally getting on the field. You know, early in the season, that was the biggest thing, you know, with the holdout and all that. You know, since football has been going on, I think the fans have been really enjoying it because the high-level play haven't missed a beat, um... You know, it's good to see a lot of the young players, particularly the young quarterbacks like Cam Newton and Blaine Gilbert and um, and Christian Ponder and all them guys that are coming to go come in the league and try to make a difference. Um, you know, and I guess when you look back at some of the things that have been been headlines, it was a big hits. I mean, there's been a ton of hits that uh, guys have been getting fined for and the way you can tackle and the way you can't tackle. There's been a ton of things, man, you know, as a as a linebacker Thing that bugs me the most is that it seems like you really can't make a legit hard hit without getting penalized for it. Yeah, so, Jesse, you know, you talked about that. Let's let's stay on the Falcons for a little bit. They lost one of their key players in uh, OB uh, Haley, man. Talk about how devastating a loss that is for the Falcons coming down the stretch in the next uh, half of the season. You know, and the thing with the Falcons, man, it's good to have a bye week to try to. Um, You know to heal up a little bit. You know you've seen the injury with Matt Ryan last week, and injuries are big in this league. I mean it it changes it changes the course of the play, it changes uh, where you you know um, you know how how you can put up points and everything else. You don't want to lose anybody. Um, So at this point, you know the Falcons just got to recover and find a way to get someone else on the field and go out there and be productive. And 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 I guess when you're looking back at what could have happened, you know with Matt Ryan. You know, when you lose a guy with that type of caliber who means so much to the team, they're, they're sitting in a better situation now than it could have been. So I guess you got to take, uh, you know, the good with the bad, and hopefully, you know, the bad week, you can recover and get a little bit more healthier.
1: Yeah, while we're talking about the Falcons, and forgive me ahead of time, Jesse, but I, I have always viewed, and I still do, uh, you're going to hate me for this, I, I see the Falcons as a soft team. They <laughs> don't get it done. Am I wrong? Why do I yes, think this? <laughs> Why do I think this? Then,
2: I think they, you said the Falcons are soft when you have a, one of the hardest running running backs in the league. And I Mike do like running. Michael Turner, and he runs downhill. Love him. Yes, running. he does.
1: Um, I I really um, love that. But so, still, you know,
2: defensively, and maybe you know, maybe they don't have established you know heart a nose head safety or a linebacker or somebody like that. The team who who name recognizable instantly. But you know you still got some athletes in that football team, you know, I think um, this past year, you know, they had a uh, six or seven maybe guys go to the pro Bowl. So that well represented as far as athleticism on a team, it's just that you know being soft, you know as a former Falcon, I can't hardly really take that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> as a team it's not it's not one individual. It, they have a lot of good individuals. it just it, it just seems like when it comes to the big spot, they don't get it done.
2: You know, I agree to that. I think when it comes time, they, they they really have to prove themselves when it comes to making clutch plays in crucial situations. You know, like if it's time to make the playoffs or a time to make something happen, particularly when you have a national audience. Like whether whether you're whether you're in the playoffs or whether you're playing on um, Monday Night Football, you got to go out there and show people right now you can play. And I, I think when they have that national audience right there, see what they can do and in the time to let them know what the Falcons are all about, they always come up a little short. So from that standpoint,
1: I can see what you're saying. Okay. Just just to talk about a little bit, stand
2: on the uh, the Falcons, they they had a tough division in the NFC South. New Orleans and Tampa seem to always play them really tough. You know, the Carolina Panthers, even though they're 2-6 right now, Cam Newton has really rejuvenated that franchise. Talk about what does Atlanta need to do to put themselves at the top of that division Throughout the season, uh, you know the big thing you got to—they got to do, man. You got to win the conference games. There's no doubt about it. And the NFC South is an extremely strong, um, you know, division. And when you look at the New Orleans Saints, you know, obviously they're, they're the team to beat. Uh, you know, Drew Brees is playing great. You know, although they lost today, you know, it doesn't matter because he's having a great season. He's still probably one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league right now. You, and then you can turn right to Tampa Bay. Instantly, you know you're looking at another young quarterback down there who's having an awesome year, and you, know, you got the Falcons, Matt Ryan, and and now you got Cam Newton. So I think the the division is loaded at quarterbacks, and particularly young quarterbacks. And I think right now, you know, with the Saints, you know winning the Super Bowl a few years ago, that um, if you can come out of the South, you can represent the NFC, and uh, and I think right now. You know, somehow the Falcons can handle their business, focus. You know, obviously on winning, but if they can control the South, come out and win that division, they got a legit chance to do something special in the
1: playoffs. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I mean, Josh Freeman, Matty Ice there, and Cam Newton, along with you know uh, the cherry on top, Drew Brees, representing the Saints. That that is a scary division, really. I don't look at it enough because I'm always. Obsessed right. with the AFC East, but
2: it is—it really is a good division. Wow! You know, you yeah. know, Josh Freeman is, I think, is the next superstar in the uh, NFL. He's such a young, talent, big body, strong arm. Um, you know, he's a kid who can really go out there and turn a franchise around, and I think he can make something special happen for Tampa uh, for Tampa Bay in the future. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and one quick question about uh, Tampa. I'll, I'll let you go in a second, uh, Victor. How how is it? That every time the Falcons play the Bucks, it's it's an epic game. It always is. It correct Rival me if I'm wrong. I, how does this happen? No matter you know, if they're good or bad, either team, they always play a great game. You
2: know, it's something about you know being in the South, right? In next door neighbors, you know, Florida and Georgia, and um, and it, and there's something about you know that that rivalry that somehow them brewed up over a period of years, and and not only that with the Buccaneers, with the Falcons, also like that with the Falcons in the Saints. Um, it's something yeah. I can remember years when I played. Um, it was just unbelievable that no matter whether we mm. was winning or losing or had winning or losing records, the game itself was a physical, hard nose, you know, it reminds you of a college rival-type game, and I think that's what's happening right now with the Falcons and also the Buccaneers. Mm. you got that rival thing that's yeah. going on, and, and, uh, and everybody trying to control the division. Before we let you go, man, let's, I want to actually you know, let the fan know about you a little bit. You know, you, you've been dubbed into the College Hall of Fame. You won the Super Bowl. You, know, you went to the Super Bowl in 33. Had your jersey retired in the ring of honor, all-pro, pro-bowler. What, what are some of the things that you take away as some of your biggest accomplishment in the NFL or your career period? Hey, hey thanks, Vic, for asking that question because, um, you know, first of all, it was, it was an honor and a privilege to play in the NFL. You know, I played for 14 years when people told me I couldn't play. I was too small, come from a small school, and I wound up, you know, being a five-time Pro Bowler. You know, I went into the College Football Hall of Fame, and now my jersey hang up in the ring of honor at the Georgia Dome. It means a lot to me personally because I felt like I struggled and had to work hard and show people that I could possibly play. Um, you know, not only that, I have so much respect for the Atlanta Falcons and this city, you know, for recognizing me as one of the favorite Falcons of all time, and, and the thing that topped my career off that I can appreciate through hard work was in my, tw- in my 12th season going to Super Bowl. You we know, taking the franchise to the first Super Bowl, <clears throat> Super Bowl 33. You know, although we didn't win the thing, you know, we had the opportunity to go down to Miami and play in it. Our biggest win was we winning the NFC Championship where we beat Minnesota when they had their most prolific offense that no one could ever stop. But we, we go up to their place and beat them. I think that was the biggest game was in my career. And, you know, it's just been great. You know, I'm a hometown boy. Vicki you know that. You know, growing up right here in, in Griffin, Georgia, going to Barossa State down in South Georgia, and wind up playing for the Atlanta Falcons in North Georgia. So uh it, it's just been a great career for me, and uh, I have a lot of respect, you know, for the game. I have a lot of respect for the city, and uh, I'm a diehard Falcon fan to the end. Yeah, and I know you guys from up north, and, and I know um you played with the Jets and had some great games against the Jets and all that too. And uh, but at the same time, I have a lot of respect for the, the NFL in general.
1: Also, on a on a personal note, I mean, I know you have there are two kids in college, uh, one playing football, BC, if I'm not mistaken, Justin, right?
2: Yeah, my son Justin. Actually, he started out at BC. He went to Blend Blen College down in Texas, where Cam Newton came from, in Junior College. And uh-huh. now he's at. Um, at Kansas State. Um, so he's there. Okay. You know, he's, a, he's a quarterback there. And, and my daughter is a tennis player at Browse State. So my wife and I got two in college, man, two athletes, and they're good kids, and we're proud of them and all the accomplishments. So, um, so the James, everybody says the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. More proof for
1: that? that.
2: <laughs> so uh, that's pretty cool, man, to have two two good athletes, and I'm very proud
1: of both. Nice. And, and one last quick hit. I, I saw an interview by one Victor Green. Uh, uh, he asked if you wanted to coach professionally, and you, you really you turned it down uh, pretty quickly. And you said, you know, and your answer was great, really, that you, you value your time and your family and your community too much. And I, I I would imagine I would do the same thing if I was in your position. But uh, what, what do you make of the players going right into coaching after – after playing for a whole career, is it just like an obsession that that won't let go, or is it just different strokes or different folks?
2: Mostly different strokes for different folks, but it's a uh, you know personally for me, you know, I have to spend all them years, you know, practicing, watching tapes, playing games, working out, you know, just doing the whole nine yards. It's a lot of you know dedication, a lot of time, a lot of effort. So when I retired from the league, I know that if I went into the coaching, it would take ten to twelve hours of my day, you know, preparing myself and being the best that I possibly can be as a coach. Because right. no coach is put in time; there's no doubt about it. And big can contest to that. And um, and that with me, I, I had young kids, and I was like, you know what, my time, you know, I, I did I had my time, and now it's time for me to turn my attention over to my kids. So. And it was at a perfect time when I was in middle school and junior high, and I got the opportunity to watch him go all the way through high school and be there, right there with him the whole time. So now my wife and I, we empty nesters. And at this point in my career, um, as far as coaching, I'm like, you know what? I think I like my free time too much because I like playing golf and being guys like Victor Green.
1: Uh-huh, that, uh-huh. mo- that
2: motivates me. <laughs>
1: Amen. Good answer. Good answer, Jesse. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on, Jesse. I really appreciate it.
2: Hey, thank both you guys, man, and uh, I appreciate everything as well.
1: All right, hey, hopefully man, we'll,
2: all right. Hey, we'll we'll talk this week, man. Remember for this for doing this, man, I'm gonna give you a stroke of <laughs> 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 i have to admit, i, mean, I won't throw it that. I won't let you guys know. Okay, picture is a pretty good call. You know?
0: Do you dream of one day owning your own home? American Bank is helping people turn their dreams into reality. For fast approvals, low interest rates, and a chance to work with a real mortgage banker, please ask us about our lender paid closing cost loan or how you can save money monthly on your current mortgage. For more information, please call 855 47 Loans. Here at American Bank, customer service is our only priority. American Bank. Bankers with vision, helping people with dreams. Call today for your free home mortgage evaluation at 855-47-LOANS. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. So you're looking for a great club but don't want to go into Manhattan. Or you'd like to find a new restaurant to check out. Or you're buying a house here in Long Island and you'd like to find out about a certain area. Wouldn't it be nice if you can find out all the information
2: in just one spot? Well, you can. Longislandexchange.com. It's all you need to find out all about Long Island. Longislandexchange.com for hotspots, classifieds, news, and more. Longislandexchange.com is designed with only the Long Islander in mind. Get the best of Long Island.
0: Longislandexchange.com. Discover Long Island all over again at longislandexchange.com. Sports Radio New York, a network of New York sports talk shows heard on Long Island's AM 1240 WGBB. Check out New York Hockey Talk with Rob Cole. Old-time hockey. New York Baseball Digest with Mike Silva. Sports Talk Live with Frankie the Sports Guy. The New York Sports Exchange with Eric Merlis and Derek Wasiak. The Starting Nine with Paul Revelin. And Sports Talk 1240 with Mike Carver. Listen every Sunday night at 9 p.m. on Long Island's AM 1240 WGBB. And be sure to check out all past shows online at sportsradiony.com.
1: Making simple changes in your everyday travel choices makes a big difference to New York's air quality. Trip chain, use mass transit, ride share, bike, or walk. Visit cleanairny.org to learn more. Clean Air New York, breathe it in. A public service message brought to you by the New York State Department of Transportation.
0: You're listening to Sports Radio New York on Long Island's AM 1240 WGBB. The station that serves your
1: community. And now, back to Sports Talk
0: 1240.
1: Yes, indeed, it is Sports Talk 1240. My name is Adam Kern, coming to you live from the studios of WGBB in Freeport, Long Island. There will be, bam, two more episodes of Sports Radio NY later this evening, so make sure to tune into that with Paul Revlin and Mike Carver, respectively, at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock this evening on the station that serves your community, WGBB. Freeport. All right, uh, moving right along uh, with my co-host this evening, former Jet great, strong safety down there in Atlanta, uh, Victor Green. How's it going, Victor? Going great, yada. Oh, good. Uh, You're still with me, thank God.
2: Yeah, here, man. I'm still here. Let's get
1: it going. (laughs) All right, moving right along to the other side of town, well across the country a little bit to a former Viking great. I can't repeat that word enough. Uh, Chris Dolman, who played for the Vikings for most of his career as a linebacker to defensive end, eight-time, eight-time Pro Bowler with a career. This is a ridiculous number: one hundred fifty and a third sacks. He, had, he racked up 21 of those sacks in 1989 under the Vikings' newly formed, newfangled 4-3 defense, had two touchdowns, two safeties, and probably saved a litter of kittens from a tree somewhere. Chris, how's it going?
2: Good, Adam.
3: How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
3: What's going on, Chris? This is Victor. Hey, Victor.
1: Okay. Every, everybody's squared away. Let me ask the question that cannot be avoided: as as a uh, most of your career playing on the Vikings, what in God's name is going on with Minnesota this year? Did you? Hey, s- we won the day. Yeah, you did. You you are a positive man. Absolutely. <laughs> Should I no. mention that is your second win of the season?
3: Y- yes. Yes. I know. Okay. <laughs>
1: Just making sure, because I got to keep it real, because this is a New York station here.
3: I understand.
4: I, I think Minnesota right now is going through a transition period. Uh, I really thought, I still believe that uh, Donovan McNabb still have a lot of football left in him. Uh, I know Christian Ponder is a <laughs> up and coming uh, guy who is, uh, you know, chopping at the bit to get out there and show what he can do. Um, you know, it's just, it's, we have wasted a lot of time. I mean, this team very easily could have been in. Uh, well, they were in every game that they lost, pretty much. Uh, most of the time, they, they were leading at halftime, finishing out the game, uh, closing the games out uh, is, is very dis- disappointing. You know, obviously for the team, but you got to look at everybody's involved, and that includes you know coaches, players, and
2: and everybody else. You know, at, at two and six, Chris. Right now, do you feel Minnesota have what it takes to 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 still make a playoff push right now? You know what, uh, I don't think that they'll make the playoffs.
4: Um, what they can do is play for self-pride, uh, get ready for next year. I mean, this was a strange year uh, overall with the, the strike and everything going on. Uh, nobody being able to work out, uh, get to know uh, what's going on as far as uh, players' chemistry. But, uh, you know, everybody worked under the same rules. That's no excuse. Uh, Minnesota should be a better football team than what they are right now.
1: Donovan McNabb, you still think he has more? Seriously? You really I do. do?
4: I do. Why? I've some pra- well, I've watched him practice. Um, okay.
1: I
3: mean,
4: skill-wise, I don't know what's in his heart, but skill-wise, he's the type of guy that can, um, I think can still play. Um, he huh. throws a good ball. He moves around fairly well. Um is he, you know, 21, 22 years old? Absolutely not. But you know, he he understands the game, and if he starts, um, I would think if he starts realizing and start playing more of a mental, cerebral game versus you know that physical game where they say, "Well, run the ball, do this here, do that there." You can't answer to everybody. You have to play your game. And if yeah. he can, if he can get in and start playing this game, I think they'll be great.
1: I, I would agree with you, but I would I would also say that about every season that he's played in the NFL, every one of them. Well, you, you you probably could. I mean, you know, you're also forgetting
4: that uh, here's a guy who uh, took Philadelphia to the NFC Championship game, uh-huh. you know, four year straight. Yeah, um, they did not have skills that uh, Minnesota has. You know, in a Percy Harvin, and that and, and, and I means, and the big game changer is Adrian Peterson. You know, they did not have a running back like that. Uh, Who knows what would have happened uh, if they had Adrian Peterson. Maybe now all of a sudden you're playing in five Super Bowls.
1: Yeah, but he didn't win.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, everybody who plays in the Super Bowl, somebody's going to lose.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) You know, there's never been a
4: tie.
1: Uh, We'll agree to disagree on that. Victor, go ahead.
2: Chris, you was up there talking to the Minnesota Vikings. What was their mindset uh, as you was talking to them uh, a couple weeks ago?
4: Well, I, I think the mindset was pretty much that, well, first of all, you got to go back and you got to look at the, uh, the CBA. I think with, you know, they won the war and lost the battle. You know, they got everything pretty much that they asked for, but you handcuffed yourself where that you cannot go out and do football maneuvers because you can't be in pass once a year or 11 times a season. Uh, you can't be on the field no longer than this amount of time. I mean, all these rules are great, but it really it really handcuffs the team that's trying to get better. And Minnesota can, can really benefit from that extra time. Uh, you know, I watched them practice, and I just told them, I said, it looked like a glorified walkthrough. I mean, their whole day looked like a walkthrough. There was no difference between a walkthrough and what they were doing, you know, in, supposedly in live practice. No tackling, if you look across the board in the league, tackling is horrendous. Uh, you look at, you know, all, all, the game has pretty much manifested itself into a big arena football uh, league. You know, where you got seven on seven, wide receivers running all over the place, and you're throwing the ball all over the place. And I don't think that's what, you know, pure fans, someone who like myself, I wanted to see good defense, I wanted to see good running schemes, I wanted to see the football...
2: That I grew up playing as a kid. Good. Well, we, I want to congratulate you for being uh, placed in the Ring of Honor up there, man. What it was a accomplishment. How were you feeling, you know, when you when you was out there in, in that stadium? You know, you're seeing your jersey in the Ring of Honor.
4: Well, you know, you feel good, obviously, but I mean, it's, it's just um, it was it was cool. I mean, I, it, it was it was something that, um, think that I know my kids really enjoyed. Um, you know, I enjoyed being a
1: part of it, and it was it was something that you know that uh, will never change. Hmm. What do you What do you think of? Uh, um, and we'll we'll get back to um, your career in in just a minute. What What do you think? Because uh, Christian Ponder got his first uh, NFL win as a starter today, and I, I know how you you think that uh, Donovan has the skills and whatnot, but. Do you think that Christian Ponder is going to be the future quarterback of Minnesota?
4: Oh, absolutely, he has to be. This is this is where they put their uh, their eggs. Right. Um, you know, unless they were able to come up with somebody else, um, you know, I think this is probably uh, with you know on no uncertain terms it you know might be uh, Donovan's last year. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're if you're looking at Christian Ponder and you're trying to uh, get your team better, um, so I, I just think that you know, you know, you have to take it the way for what it is. Um, you know, Christian has uh, he played well the last two games. I thought he played extremely well.
1: Yeah, what, what are uh, his strengths? Is it his arm? Is it his head? Is it his legs? What 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 what, what would you single out as what's going to make him a winner in the league? You
4: know what? I, I think the thing that that separates Christian Ponder um, from the rest of the of young quarterbacks. I think he doesn't do everything great, but he does things well. Um, he's, he's pretty sharp about how to handle the football, mm-hmm. which you definitely need. He also, he also doesn't put himself in a position to, to lose a game that often. Uh, he made some great plays against Green Bay, Last week, and he he hung in there. He had the fresh leg. He was able to bounce around and keep uh, plays alive. And that's what you need, really, to to take you know to, to help your team win. I mean, with Adrian Peterson, right. Percy Harvin, uh-huh. those kind of guys, you got to make it happen now.
1: <laughs>
4: you know, with Shanko, you know, great tight end, you got to make it happen now. You can't wait until the twelfth hour and say. Oh, only if we had this piece here. And I don't know why in Minnesota the quarterback position has been one of the hardest positions uh, for them to do.
1: Oh, just like Green Bay. <laughs> just <kidding. Yeah. laughs> uh, hey, hey, I had to do Chris, that. I'm sorry.
3: Uh, hey, hey, Chris, talk about this. Uh, I know you got uh, you, you know into the
2: business world, You're Chris Dolman Pro Auction. Talk a little bit about what that is.
4: Uh,
1: Ooh, we still got you, Chris? Uh we're we're having a little difficulty with the phone there. I think he might still be on the line, but it's it's cutting in and out. Victor uh, Yeah. So how's it going? How's it going, Victor? We'll we'll get him. Yeah. We'll get him back in a minute. What what I I'm figuring if you're asking that question you you know something about what he's doing business wise. What what is he doing?
2: Well, you know, he's just, he got this pro You know, I want him to explain it to the to the fans because it's right. very unique. Uh, uh, th- uh, thing that he's doing, where he, you can, he got this site pretty much where you can auction, and he go to these charities, you know, that having auctions or having a charitable event, and he put their charitable things on his auction on his site to be auctioned off for the, you know, through You do it four or five days prior to uh, the event, uh, and what the, what the charitable uh, the charity option don't sell, they put it back on his auction, and people continue to bid on it, and they can get rid of it as a as a charitable. You know.
1: Interesting. Interesting. An entrepreneur. Yeah. Well. We're gonna uh, we're gonna try to get him. Uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna ask you a question, and while while I try to get him back on the airways for the for the last uh, few minutes of the interview, I'm gonna move it onto the. All right, give me one minute on what you predict the Jets will end the season with, because I gotta bring in the Jets somehow.
2: What so, a Jets man! Jets you know, right right now. Uh, you know it's four and three. You know uh, ten and six. You know I think they're gonna do enough to get them in the playoffs. And uh, I think at ten and six, you know, yeah. you know, I, I think Buffalo is going going slide somehow. You know, what I mean, I really do not think. Uh, even though they're five and two, they still got to play the Pages, still got to play the Jets, you know, twice. And so, I, I, I really think by, by being in that division. You know, Jets are going to find a way to uh, go 10 to 6.
1: I, and I could up. not agree with you more. I really I think they're going to eke in. And what, what? why should a Jet fan be shocked at that? They seem to always do that. But, uh, you know, I, they, whatever. And anyway, we got Chris back. So, Chris, um, Victor was asking you about your company nowadays. What's pro what... option. Talk, talk to
2: the fans a little bit about what, what your know, Chris Dover Pro Auction is, yes, Chris. Well, Crystalman Pro Auction is a
4: uh, online auction site. We help nonprofits and uh, charities to, through their silent auction, raise money, and uh, we put those things online for them. We do a complete uh, PR campaign. Um, there is no uh, charges that we have for that. Uh, we only, uh, you know, we only get paid if we sell, and uh, we wanted it that way. We wanted to take the uh, take the responsibility of uh, making sure that we. Uh, do our job and give you the best uh, outcome possible to uh, to get uh, you know, to sell your items and make as much money as you can for your charity
2: Well, good deal, Chris I'd be remiss if I don't bring up uh, you know, your Hall of Fame you know, uh, you was a finalist last year at 150, a third sack you know, a third all-time you know, you put a lot of thought into that and, and hopefully I mean, obviously, your, day, your name will be called. But how much time do you put into that, thinking about that Hall
4: of Fame? Well, you can't. I mean, um, my whole thing is, is that, you know, whenever they make that decision, they'll make that decision. Uh, I don't worry about it. Um, I, uh, you know, and first of all, I do appreciate I appreciate the kind words, Victor. But, you know, that's beyond my control. And to be able to, um, to be able to go out and and play at a level. That is deserving of that. You know, I feel this is an honor within itself. Um, you know, I've done my thing. It is. It is up for. It is up to the, the, the bodies uh, that are in that are that have that control to, you know, make the right decisions to figure out. You know, who they want to let in, who they who they don't. I mean, if you're not going to use numbers, why even keep them? Uh, I mean, there. You know, why why even track all this stuff? It's pretty much a waste of time if you're just looking. Winners and those types of things, um, but you know I can't uh, I can't worry about that. I just you know what's important to me is you know is uh, the, you know the auction site um, you know Crystalman Pro Auction. It is uh, my family. Um, you know I, I got probably one of the highest recognitions that you can get uh, through uh, the Vikings. Um, you know being inducted in their Ring of Honor. Uh, you know in 50 years there's only been 15 players. And uh, you're talking about like Alan Page and Fran Tarkenton. So if I'm good enough to be in their company,
1: you know, I'm I'm happy. It's a very good answer because what what else can you do at this point? There's no there's no point in worrying about what you can't do anymore. Um, I just have one quick question b- sure. before we go. Why aren't the Packers going to win the Super Bowl this year?
4: Well, you know, right now they're 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 on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. I mean, everything's going. <laughs> and if you look at them, they haven't been. Tested. Uh, they're 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 winning by uh, you know great numbers. Um, they're performing well. Aaron Rodgers is playing well, and you know I think that at some point in time in your in that in that uh, run, you have to get what you call a reality check, uh, a reset. Uh, in a sense where that, okay, winning is contagious, but there's also a lot of bad things that come with winning. Arrogance, cockiness. Um, it's like, oh, don't worry about it, we'll get this taken care of. You're down by, you know, 14 and there's two minutes left to go in the game. Don't worry about it, we got this covered. I mean, you know, you let some little team, like Minnesota took them to the wall. And, and they were clearly a better team than Minnesota. But, you know, Adrian Peterson rushed for 275 yards, Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, you can't sit up there and play like that and think that you're going to beat everybody. And it's just kind of that, you know, that guy in Vegas who's who's going to roll. And eventually, that roll stops. And now, what do you do? How do you how do you reset from that? And that is the question that uh, Minnesota, Minnesota. I mean, I'm sorry, Green Bay is going to right. have to answer.
1: Interesting. You have any uh, last last well, questions, well, last, there,
2: Victor? Well, last question for me, Chris. Talk about: uh, Are you surprised the way Cam Newton has re- re- rejuvenated the Carolina Panthers?
4: Well, you know he's the best
2: player coming out of the draft
4: um, by far, and Cam Newton brings a, a specific skill set to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I think Ron Rivera. Um, you know, who I know and played against in Chicago, did an excellent job. Their staff did an excellent job saying, you know what, if we're going to bet the farm, let's bet it on somebody that we know that can give us uh, a running ability and throwing ability. And he throws a a wonderful ball. Um, Stand-up guy in the community. Um, You know, he can also make plays with his legs. Well, you need that today. You you really do, because if you're – Uh, running game gets shut down you know you have to start slinging the ball around well you might want to have a quarterback and also run as well as he can throw it and I think uh, you know uh, Cam does it that's why I was talking about Christian Ponder you know Christian does a lot of wonderful things he has to learn how to play at this level but I mean he runs well he can throw the ball well he manages the game well but you know it's, it's not one thing or another And I think Cam Newton's also the same type of uh, player. I mean, you know, coming back, winning the game, you know, late in the game, let your big players win the game for you. You know, let your Jared Allens and your Adrian Peterson, those kind of guys come up with the plays that help you win. Just don't lose it for anybody. And I think Cam does that very, very well.
1: Super Bowl prediction. Go.
4: Well, I mean.
1: Who's in it? Who wins it?
4: I tell you what. Um, just say
1: the Jets. Go ahead.
4: Just say the Jets. <laughs> uh, you know you don't
1: have to laugh at the Jets. Come on.
4: You know, my, here's my thing with the Jets.
1: The Jets God, still, let's hear your two cents on the Jets. I, mean, I, I love, I love
4: uh, Darrell Revis. I mean, he's a <laughs> guy. Uh,
1: uh-huh. I think so do I. The,
4: the best secondary in the uh, in the National Football League? Uh huh. I think what end up happening is that you make everybody wants to go out and play their Super Bowl game. Their best game against the Jets, and uh, thanks to the coach, you know, who's uh. doing all that talking and creating all this animosity, um, you know, throughout the opponent's locker room, it gets old, man. And these guys are like, you know, what? We can lose every game in the season, but we ain't losing to these clowns, you know. And that's just how they see And you know, like, you know, every year we're going to win it. This year. I guarantee it. Well, I mean, come on, it's been three, four years now, and you haven't sniffed it. And I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not a good coach, but that kind of arrogance really creates a lot of um, animosity, uh, a lot of tension, and uh, undue pressure, not only on your team, but it's it's a great
3: motivator for the uh, your opponent. Super Bowl prediction? Who you got?
1: Yeah. With with that said.
3: Uh, Ouch.
4: With that said, I would say uh, I like the Steelers and uh, from the AFC because they just beat they just beat the um,
1: the Pats today. Yeah,
4: and I like I like those guys. And I would have to say in the NFC right now, I'm the ones really I w- I'm I'm going to go out on the limb. And I'm going to say, um, well, I'll just say Green Bay. I'll just say Green Bay. <laughs> and, and the reason why I'm saying Green Bay right now, they're playing really well. But you know what? You know anybody can beat anybody. You're looking at, um, you look at how um, Chicago is, is, is hanging around. You look at New Orleans.
1: New Orleans just losing today. Yeah, against the Rams. I
4: know, I know. Unbelievable. You got Philly. You know they can they can yeah. roll.
1: Cowboys. Cowboys. Can who get knows? Yep. Giants. Who knows?
4: Yeah. Who knows? You're right. Yep. So I mean, It's a it lot. Takes. You know, it just takes. You know, be at the right place at the right time. I think there's more parity in the uh, in the NFC. Than
1: NFC, yeah. I would agree. So
4: uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, pretenders, but not very many contenders.
1: All right. Well, last question: Who wins the Packers or the Steelers? The Packers or the Steelers.
3: Packers are the Steelers.
1: Sounds familiar. I
3: would say, <laughs> I would say Steelers.
1: Ah, so they'll get it this year. Right. Well, Chris, right. thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Hope to have you back soon, okay?
3: No problem. Thanks for
1: having me. you Chris. All All right.
3: Right. And make, sure you guys, make sure
2: you guys check out Prooption.com. Appreciate it again, Chris. No problem,
1: bud. All right. All right. Thank uh-huh. you, Victor. And uh, let's bring on our last guest for this evening. He is the kicker for the Atlantic Falcons, who has just broken an all-time... Uh, record for the Atlanta Falcons, knocking in his 27th straight field goal. Uh, The last miss of his was in the second quarter of 2010 season opener, which is just unbelievable, he being uh, Matt Bryant. How's it going, Matt? It's good. good. You enjoying the bye week? Are you nice and relaxed, Uh, comfortable? Yeah,
3: other than I can't figure out how to turn on my... uh my projector and my theater ring, but then that's pretty
1: good. Oh, this is a high class problem indeed. <laughs> <laughs> if I only know. I could have such woes. Uh,
2: hey, hey man, how you doing, man? is Victor I'm on the road with you. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? We're doing good, man. Hey, let's start off talking about, you know, that win against Detroit, man. How
3: big of a win was
2: that, guys, leading into this bye week?
3: That was, that was huge. I mean, you know, that was the difference. Obviously, that game uh was the difference of uh, being over five hundred or being below five hundred, going to our bye week, and also too, uh, with it being an a NFC team, we needed to get that win because uh, I think all three of our losses were against NFC teams. So that doesn't. If it ever gets to something down the road on these tiebreakers, we got uh that, that you know that doesn't help you.
1: Huh? Well, let, let me ask a very very important question as well. um of course, last week, October 23rd, in Tampa Bay is Matt Bryant Day. So, how did you how did you and your family celebrate Matt Bryant Day?
3: You know what, to be honest with you, I forgot all about it.
1: <laughs> you uh, forgot about your own day.
3: I, uh, did, uh, um, I guess maybe um, I, I had to celebrate breaking the uh, Atlanta franchise record.
1: Yeah. There you that, go. That's the
3: way we
1: celebrate. It. Oh, okay. Uh,
3: that 62-yard field goal. Right. That, right.
1: Thank you, Victor. Yes. That, of course, because the mayor declared it. Matt Bryant, the day, the day after uh, you were on the Bucks at that time, right? When you kicked the 62-yard field goal to end the game against yes, the sir, Eagles. Shoot. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool to have your own day that you could even forget about. That exists yeah, in Tampa. I, I
3: sit there and walk by it. I've got a plaque that they gave me, kind of, uh, um, you know, to, to show it stuff. So I sit every day and think how, how neat the experience was to be a part of that day.
1: Huh? That's that's okay. pretty. Matt, awesome. That
3: was that was two. You, that's the second time you actually kicked a 6-2 yard or won the big Philadelphia uh,
2: Philadelphia Eagles in the last seconds. You know, is that one of your biggest accomplishments? You feel in the league or your biggest highlight? I would say.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, as far as uh, I mean, that's the one thing that most people remember uh, is that sixty-two yarder. I know, I know the uh, the guys in Philly remember that because uh, whenever I came to Atlanta, and we played them in two thousand nine. Before the game, you could see everybody telling each uh, other, "Hey, that's the guy that kicked the sixty-two yarder to beat us." So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was a good accomplishment.
1: What uh what's going on with the team this year the Atlanta Falcons I haven't been able to watch I've watched maybe a whole half of one of their games this season but Matt Ryan seems to be on and off Matty, ice cold uh warm lukewarm 9 TDs 8 picks 3 fumbles what uh what's going on with the team what's your feel with the team has it gelled together yet this year or what
3: Well you know what just uh I mean I think this Detroit game um was a good game for all of us i think uh you know we played a good complete game i believe i mean and even i can't you know, i can't remember exact stats. i don't know uh i don't know how many picks matt had or or whatever scenario i mean but it was a good game it was a total uh team effort and I, and I, against I a very good team i mean those guys were five and one. Whenever we were playing them, and they've been some good teams. You know that that needs to be. Everybody needs to look in the mirror and look at the guy next to us and say, you know what? That's what we can do. That's what we expect of each other, and that's what we expect of the guy next to us. And I think if we do that, we're going to be, you know, we're going to be pretty good going down to this uh, last half of the season.
2: Man, how much confidence, you know, after this bye week, that you guys play Indianapolis, but you got New Orleans right after that. Do you, do you feel that in the game, I mean, I know all games is huge, but how big is that in the game coming out of this bye week you
3: guys get ready for that New Orleans division game? Well, I mean, I know it's kind of cliche, but, I mean, that's just how this league is. I mean, that, that's the most important game because it's the next game. Uh, you know, you can't you can't be 5-3. and three. Um, unless you win that game. And, uh, you know, that, that's, the, that's the only thing that we're focused on. That's the only thing that we're going to be concerned about is going to Indy and playing those guys. And that next week when we have to play New Orleans, we'll, uh, you know, we'll worry about that when it gets there. But, yeah, right now the most important thing is to go to Indy and, and be 5-3.
1: Have you ever so. seen such a collapse? Like that, I mean, uh, one player essentially is injured on the Indian well, Indianapolis Colts, and that team is—I mean, I, I think I it. think you could put <laughs> high school teams against them now. I've never—I've never seen something like that. Have you?
3: Um, no, I, I haven't seen anything like that. And I was just sitting there telling a friend of mine. We were watching TV, and it's like, you know, the question, like I said, the question is—I mean, is—is is one guy really? that I mean is he really right. much of a difference. It's hard. I mean it's a hard concept to grasp. Uh, you know, you can do the ifs and the buts and all that stuff and but uh no but I'm, I've never seen anything like I wouldn't have expected those guys to be uh what seven I guess.
1: Oh 08 and eight now. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Another loss today. So yeah,
2: you've man, you've been, you know, play of about seven teams. You you know, you walk on over at Frankfurt, uh you know, coming out in 02, do you feel Atlanta now that you find your home? I mean, if you're doing so well, breaking records, do you feel Atlanta now
3: is is, is where you're going to
2: lay your head, if you will?
3: You know what? I, it's, I go into every week, I go into every week approaching it is, you know, do good today so they'll let you come back tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I've, you know, I've, it's hard, you know. There's there's some aspects of this business, and you know, like you know, they're just it's it's hard to explain. I mean, I I, would not, I never would have thought that I would have left Tampa Bay. Uh, right. You know, I just finished up with I don't know how many franchise records I got there, and then uh, you know, then to to get removed as part of the purge of a new system. But I mean, you know, the I, I mean, I like you here. I like the organization. Uh, Mr. Blank is, I believe he's one of the better owners. Uh, he does things right. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Coach Smith and, and all the rest of our coaches in the front office. I mean, it just it seems really good here. I, you know, I hope to finish it here. I just signed a four-year deal with these guys. So, uh, you know, I'd like to finish off that deal and, and hopefully, you know, stay around play a few more. But, you know, my, my approach each week is do good today, so they'll let you come back tomorrow.
1: So. I, I I always ask this question with quick uh, with uh kickers, Because it's such a weird game, football, really. I mean, just co- coming from the name of it itself, football, when, you know, it's only kicked every once in a while in in the biggest situations too. What happens to does time slow down when you have to make these big kicks or what what happens to time or your focus? Do you see things normally? Do you hear things? What what is that like?
3: When you cross that sideline, at least for me, uh it do you know, going back to some years back that that show, The Twilight Zone.
1: Uh-huh.
3: It al- it almost feels like that when you, I mean, you can be in a stadium, seventy thousand people are going nuts, and for, you know, whenever you cross that white line, at least for myself, time s- seems to stop, It seems to slow down a little bit. Um, now, I mean, huh. You do I feel the heart, you know, the heartbeat go up a little bit? Yeah, because it's a, you know, you're out there, and you got to go out there and you know, make this kick, but you find out, you figure out, you know, little things to, little tricks of the trade to, to make make that heart rate slow down, to make everything, you know, slow down and just solely focus on one or two things and then and rely on, you know, doing it and the outcome being positive. <laughs> but, uh,
2: Matt, before we let you go, man, we got to talk about, you and Melissa started in the Matthew Tyson Foundation, Brian Foundation. Talk a little bit about what that SIDS Foundation is all about, man, the March of Dimes. Talk a
3: little bit about that. Why you guys start uh, that? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, coming into the league, uh, I wanted to be a part of something. Uh, and and once I, whenever I got to Tampa, I uh, had some roots settle down. So uh, when we had our first son, he was born premature. And it just seemed like the easy fit was to get with the March of Dimes, and and, uh, and all that they do for premature babies. So we put our name with them, and we've been a part of them for the last, uh, I guess, seven years now. And, uh, and then after our uh, our second son, uh, he passed from SIDS at three months. So we started a foundation. His name Matthew Tyson, uh Bryant Foundation, and uh, and everything is pretty much geared towards uh, you know, helping out babies, George marchandizing, you know, we just got done with an event here in Atlanta, um uh, Friday night. But uh yeah, that that's that's the main thing. It's just trying to do what we can to uh to give kids to give babies uh that chance that maybe they didn't have at the uh that didn't look too good at the beginning.
1: Hmm. Did you did uh your wife Melissa just gave birth to twins? Do I have that right?
3: We did, yeah. Uh they are
1: two when months now. Two months? Wow. Congratulations.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's been my bye week is uh, <laughs> being, is, uh right. being home to help her out a little
1: bit more this week. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet a lot of diapers were involved. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for coming on. I really appreciate it, and I really wish you luck the rest of the way, and partially for selfish purposes. You know, I have the Atlanta Falcons versus the New York Jets in the Super Bowl. So.
4: Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah.
1: I want to see you there. And I want time to speed up when you go out to make the game-winning kick so the Jets can win.
3: I hope your prediction is right that the Falcons are in the Super Bowl.
1: Ah, that would be lovely. All right, thanks again, Matt. I really appreciate it.
3: Thank you very very much, Matt. All right, thanks for having me.
1: All right. Okay, that Matt Bryant. Well, Victor, we've come to the end of it. I I think it was a good job. How do you feel? You feel good?
2: Good show, man. Hey, so we had three quality guys on
3: uh, the show, so I, you know, I think I thought it went real well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, we had fun. So we'll, we got to do this again sometime at uh, at more of the regular hours for Sports Radio NY, which is at nine o'clock and ten o'clock, right here on WGBB. Uh, the station that serves your community, and check them out at sportsradiony.com. Of course, all past shows, blogs, stories are posted onto that almost immediately so you could hear this show.